Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith and how the two come together in lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered Welcome to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside Pastor Ken Keltner. He's the head pastor at Brookside Baptist Church. Pastor, what's going on today? Uh, it's a great day, Mike. We're looking forward to Threw the broadcast. At you. Yeah, you, you <laughs> did. It wasn't yeah. each and every week yeah. when he's here. You, you know, know? <laughs> when, when, when you're doing radio, you have to throw curveballs to keep people interested. So, <laughs> well, you, yeah. Hey, I'm I'm excited. I'm glad to be here with you today, Mike, and uh, look forward to uh, speaking with our guest. Hey, before we get to our guest, I I have to bring something up that that you're not going to be happy about. Oh, oh no. Now the Badgers, oh, no. Now the Badgers yeah. got their win this week. Yeah, they sure did. Great, and, great and, win. And the Sooners, how'd they do? I forgot to look. Uh, Oklahoma <laughs> Oklahoma did not do well. No, they and did not. <laughs> and uh, when you said bad news, I knew exactly where you were going to go, Mike. So uh, Man, you were all excited about the start of the college football <laughs> season with the Sooners. You don't seem as excited right now. Nah, nah. I'll get excited for the Texas game. We'll go for it. We'll, well, we'll Texas it beat Notre Dame, so I wouldn't yeah. get excited about that one. Hey, speaking of college football, our guest was in and around college football for a very long time. I'm excited to, to have a chance to talk to, to uh, Dave Von Hollinger. He is uh, the former strength and conditioning coach, Florida State, West Virginia, Georgia. He's also the director of player welfare, and we're going to get a chance to talk to Dave throughout the show and excited about that. Dave, thank you so much for your time. How are you doing today? Really good. It's a beautiful day here. I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina, and... Uh... Living up here, and it's a beautiful day, and excited to be alive and uh, serving God today. That's awesome. As as we are, you know, are you uh, are you still a huge uh, college football fan, Dave? <laughs> that's my that's my hobby. Yeah, yeah I, am. I love. I I had it all planned Saturday. I had uh, moved up to Raleigh, close to all my family here, and I had them all over, and I made all my special. All my special meals, I had meatballs, I had chili, I had pasta, we had all kind of food in crockpots all over the house. I, had, I have seven big screen TVs in the house, and they all had a different football game on, <clears throat> and everybody had a ball. Wh- wh- which game were you most in? That, hold on, that oh. sounds like that sounds like what I think heaven is going to be like. You know, <laughs> you know, seven big screens and you know, chili? That's got me written all over it, Dave. I mean, what game, what ga- was, yeah, Dave, what game was, uh, what were you the most interested in? Well, you know, there's a lot. My son played at Navy, the Naval Academy, so we always watch Navy. And uh, love the Navy program and what Coach Ken does there with those kids. And 
then you know I just I just like watching them all. You know, uh, I really like Clemson. At, you know, with Dabo and his faith and the things that he does. You know, it, that's always fun to watch. And you know, but they're all they're all great because you know the sacrifice every coach, every player makes year round now. You know, college football is so because they go to school, they work. It's not the NFL. You know, they are doing so many different things and these kids are growing and you know they're starting at 17 18 and now becoming into manhood they're becoming football players and people are completely crazy about football and the pressure they put on the coaches and the pressure they put on the kids is really really more than it's ever been because of social media because everybody has a chance to say whatever they want and there's no accountability. Yeah, that's dangerous. So coaches, that's dangerous. <laughs> and, yeah, coaches and kids, you know, they get they get whacked sometimes pretty hard, you know, because they all want to see what people are saying. You know, that's the thing where when you have God in your life, you, you play to an audience of one. Yep, you're and right. you try to please him, and you say, God, I'm going to do my best for you. I'm going to totally release everything I have for you, God. And then I'm going to lay it and just leave it on the table. It's like in Peter, it says, cast all your care upon me because I care for you. And mm-hmm. and then you work like crazy, you know. And, and you know, I, I was fortunate. I was on the sidelines for 40 years. And this is, uh, uh, this, I have, I'm not on the sideline right now. So it is different. But then, you know, I uh, I got to do different things. We, uh, when we had three biological children, and then uh, we got to a point where we, we were in the SEC. And, you know, my second year at Georgia, we won the SEC for the first time in 20 years. Well, one thing about, you know, this, they pay. So, you know, I was thinking, man, I'm going to get a great portfolio build. I'm going to stick stuff in my in IRA, do all that. My wife said, oh, no, I, there's a kid in the Ukraine that needs help. Mm. So we went and adopted a little boy. Then we won the SEC again in in a year and played for another one. And wow, SEC's paying. Dave, there's a little girl in China that needs adopted. Mm. So we went to China. So wow. I got young kids now, and you know now my focus is really on them. You know, and uh, <clears throat> doing everything I can to make them uh, understand the, the meaning of this life and the great gift we're all given through grace in Jesus Christ. Mm. You know? So that that that's fun for me to do that right now. Mm. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I'm still got my hand in personal training. I work at a couple places of uh, personal training and do things with them. And uh, just staying around, I do chapels on uh, the, the Fridays before the football games here in town. And Raleigh, there's a bunch of chapels I do. I do different speaking engagements for FCA and different things like that. So, you know, I'll keep myself pretty busy, but it is a big change for sure. Mm-hmm. So 40 years on the sideline, Dave, uh, what, what was one of your more interesting uh, times that you remember being on the sideline of, a you know, whether it was at Florida State or West Virginia or, or oh, Georgia? What, 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 what one, is there one that stands out to you? Well, the, big, the biggest one, <clears throat> 1993, we are playing Notre Dame at Notre Dame. It was one versus two. Charlie Ward was our quarterback, the Heisman. Lou Holtz versus Bobby Biden. And I'm on the field, and Coach Biden comes over, and we're talking. And he's just talking to me about all the different things. And growing up, I grew up in Pittsburgh. I was a huge Notre Dame fanatic. I mean fanatical as a kid. And uh, just being in that stadium 
and all of a sudden the band comes out playing the fight song and all the different things, you know, it was really amazing, you know. Our kids at Florida State didn't understand the mystique of Notre Dame, of how, you know, that, that it was not just playing the Irish, you're playing everything, you know, in that stadium. And uh, they, they, Lou had a great plan that day, and they beat us right there in the last second. And it, it, it was a great football game. That was probably my my best moment, you know. And we had other ones, you know, that, you know, I was in some of the biggest college football games of all time. You know, the Miami, Florida State games, the, you know, all the different ones were just uh, the, the, the uh, Florida State, Michigan. We went up there with uh, Desmond Howard and Terrell Buckley in different games, you know, just, wow. just great. And, I, and we won some great games. I have 35 championship rings I could look at, Bastard, you know? <laughs> wow. And people say, well, man, this is great. I said, yeah, you know where I keep them? I keep them in my dirty sock drawer. Because <laughs> what, do you do with, what do you do with 35 rings, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's great, Dave. That's awesome. We're talking – we were talking to Dave Van Hollinger. He was uh, a former strength and conditioning coach, Florida State, West Virginia, Georgia, also the director of player welfare um, at uh, at Georgia. Hey, Dave, I, I love that, that you keep those rings in, in your drawer. It's, it's hard to – what do you do with 35 of them? And it's interesting to me. I'm a, I'm a, a high school basketball coach. And the for the question of what game you know was was the most exciting? It seems like we remember as coaches, we do remember losses more than we do wins. The first game you talked about was one that you guys lost, and it's interesting because I thirty five years of coaching, I can tell you the five toughest losses that I've had as a coach. But to tell you about the state championship wins, I it's the journey to get to that. But I don't really remember those games all that well. But the ones that we lost to, to go to the state or the regional finals or a, a conference championship, I can pinpoint those really quickly. That's right. There's no doubt. Yeah, and my guy we was always at that year. Yeah. Ninety-three was we we played Notre Dame. We lost, and that was the tenth game of the year. It looked pretty bleak for us to win the national championship. Well, the next week, Boston College comes into Notre Dame and beats Notre Dame in the last second. We play North Carolina State at home, and we win 62-3. to We're back to number one the oh. next week. And then we go on and play Nebraska, Florida. We had to go down to the swamp and beat Florida, which we love doing. And then we <laughs> had to go to uh, – then we played Nebraska in the Orange Bowl and, and beat them. And Florida State, the national champs, and Bobby Biden went first national championship, which was pretty awesome. Yeah, um, I'm sure you know we had uh, we had Coach Bowden and we've had Tommy on uh, the brought the the program and I'm sure I mean just our time of visiting with Coach Bowden was just phenomenal, but he had a uh, uh, Tommy was telling us that when he was at Clemson and he you know he said there was one time when Florida State was really ranked high and we we actually got the win we beat them 17 14 and we asked Tommy go well what did your dad have to say to you at midfield. <laughs> He said, congratulations, son, you're now out of my will. You're out of the will, boy. <laughs> you're, out <of> the will. <laughs> you're out of the will. He was, you, you know, to, to, to be able to to spend as much time with you did uh, as you did with the Bowden family, Dave, that had to be pretty incredible. The, 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 the short amount of time that we spent with him, we could have done six shows 
with him. I mean, yeah, we yeah. could have done six shows. He he just is he he is a man that is so strong in his faith and does not mind getting up on that mountaintop and telling you about it. And he he does it in in kind of a fun way. And he says, "Look, this is the oh, way yeah. that you need to to to, to walk." <laughs> And one of the one of the, the I think the most fun I had on that interview is I tried to bring up a hole in one that he had in golf recently, and he said, "Mike, I don't want to talk about that." And I said, "But coach, you know, eighty some years old, he had a hole in one." He said, "Mike, it was one hundred and twenty yards, and I used a three wood. I don't want to talk about it." He said, "Man, I've gotten older," and he said, "And I hit it, and it had roll up to go in the hole, so I don't want to talk about it." But he was uh, he was awfully fun to. Uh, to be around, I have to tell you that, Coach. Hey, guys, let's get to a quick break. Other side of the break, we're going to continue our conversation uh, with Dave Von Hollinger. He is a former strength and conditioning coach, Florida State, West Virginia, and Georgia. Also, the director of player welfare, and we're going to ask him about uh, his testimony. Last, he gives us his testimony. I want to know, too, director of player welfare, what that means. What would you think that means, Pastor? Uh, I've he, never heard of that title. Yeah, well, that he's concerned he is concerned. That, yeah. That's Concer- what I'm thinking, too. Concerned for people. I and like he, it. Yeah, I do, too. I like that title. We should put that on your business card. You're the director of player welfare at Brookside Baptist Church. Well, I sure better be. I you, care about people. Yes, you do. We'll get to a break and continue with Dave on the other side. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone. A journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bunzel's Old Fashioned Meat Market. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Our special guest, and, and man, he's, this is a good one. He's awfully fun, and we'll uh, continue throughout the uh, entire hour with Dave Van Hollinger, again, former strength and conditioning coach, Florida State, West Virginia, and Georgia. Also, a title of Director of Player Welfare. And I've not seen that title before, Dave. Can you explain what that means? Well, the, you know, what it does is it takes in count of everything a young man will experience when he gets to college. You know, what are the things that we can provide as a university to help this young man grow to become great? You know, I always told people, you know, God created us not to just be good, but to be great. Mm-hmm. And so after being a strength coach for the, all the years I was a strength coach, you know, I just kind of added that into the thing that we did, and we developed a mentor program that well, I got men in the community, all the men that I thought were tremendous men that would really try to help lead kids, and I would put every freshman with a mentor, and that he would stay with that mentor all the way through his career unless it just didn't work out. And they would would have weekly, we'd have meetings, we'd have barbecues, we'd have all kind of things would invite speakers in with their mentors and just try to really enhance the college life of the kid. And these, these guys were, they were giants and they were world changers that I felt, you know, and in the community. And then we put a character education program in. We, we, every Thursday we would do a character ed meeting with our kids and we had it broken down in different classes. 
where every week kids would hear uh, a some message for half an hour, not football, but just talk about what it means to be a man and a student and a player here at Georgia, what it's going to take. And again, we'd bring in special guests, but would also just kind of talk with among the, uh, the group. We did all kind of other different things with the welfare. I was in charge of community service, you know, and I was a Zaxby's guy. If you went with Coach Van to community service, you're stopping at Zaxby's. I don't know if I have it up <laughs> yeah. there, but the yeah. kids yeah. here in the South yeah. love Zaxby's, you know, and so that was an easy get to get a bunch of kids to go out with me and uh, put the due to community service. And then I was in charge of the all the NFL. You know, I, I had a real close connection with the NFL through the years because we had so many great players. I I trained over 40 first-round draft choices. Wow. You know? mm. And so in that, you know, starting in West Virginia in, in 40 years in coaching, you really come upon a lot of uh, great men in the NFL, too. So I handled all the NFL and did all the clinics. I did the camp, football camps. And, hey, <clears> hey, I really Dave, enjoyed my time. Hey, Dave, you had, uh, you had played at West Virginia and played with the Atlanta Falcons. Back when you were playing, was there any of this stuff going on um, when when you were a player? I know there wasn't a, anybody who had the title of director of player welfare, but when you were playing at West Virginia, was there there any any hint of this type of stuff going on for the college uh, student athletes? No, there wasn't. The only thing we had was Bobby Bud. I played for Coach Bud, and he had an FCA program that he wanted our guys to go to. He, I got in trouble. And he made me go to FCA when I first got to West Virginia. And it changed my life, you know. And uh, that was the one thing I know I hung on to. And uh, mm-hmm. it just changed my life. And, and uh, God was very good to me mm-hmm. through Dave, that ministry. Yeah, Dave, why don't, why don't you share with us, uh, you know, how you, how your journey of faith began. And that's kind of mm-hmm. like right on the heels of what, what you're talking about there, it sounds like, with Coach Bowden. Right. I, you know, I, I came to... Uh, uh, West Virginia, I was a religious guy. You know, I was a churchgoer. I'd go every Sunday. I was a prayer. I'd pray at meals, and I'd pray before I'd go to bed. But when I got to uh, West Virginia, I got in a little trouble, and Coach Biden said, Buddy, hey, boy, let me tell you, you need to go to FCA. <laughs> you, you got that down. <laughs> now, Dave, you need to go there. And uh, so I went the first time, and, man, I am so glad I did because I heard a kid my age stand up about and share about Jesus Christ like he knew him. And it was never personal to me. It was God. God. But it was never Jesus Christ. And when he started sharing about Jesus Christ and saying how he gave his life to Christ, he repented of his sins, and asked Jesus to come into his life and forgive him. And he knew at that time he would have eternal life if he ever died. And I said to myself, man, I want that. Mm. And that was the first time I ever heard the gospel. Mm. I went to church the whole time, but that's the first time I ever heard the gospel. And the letters of gospel, G-O-S-P-E-L, what they stood for, that God offers sinful people eternal life. Mm. I like that. And that was me. And I said to myself, I want that. And I invited Jesus Christ into my life that night. My life's never been the same. Mm. And, uh, you know, I have to admit to you, it was half out of fear and half out of love (laughs) to the Lord because... The next, that was Thursday. That Saturday, I was playing the first game. I was a sophomore, and I was starting against the University of Maryland at offensive tackle. And the guy that I was going to play against that day was Randy White. 
who they called the Manster. He was half man, half monster. He's in the first football Hall of Fame. And, uh, you know, when I saw him on film, he didn't take any prisoners. He would just pick people up and kill them. And when he said, if you die, you'll go to heaven, there's a good chance I'd die. <laughs> so That's awesome. I asked Christ into my life, and I was never the same. But I understood there's a huge difference about saying you believe and having faith. Yeah. You know, saying you believe is easy, but having faith is hard. Mm-hmm. Having faith, you cross the line, and you say, I'll sell it all. It, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll sell everything to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I have a lot of little stories that, that go along with that. But then after that, you know, I, I, I just uh, continued my, my way at West Virginia, and then I went to the Atlanta Falcons and met some great Christian men there. And then when I came back, I started leading the FCA at West Virginia. For uh, I, I was there till 1983. I, I came back from the Atlanta Falcons in '76, and, and stayed there by '83. Then went to West uh, Florida State from '83 to 2000, and uh, it, it was great. Led the FCA, and, and God really blessed us. You know, for 14 years in a row, we were in the top four. Wow! From '87 to 2000, the last 10 years I was there. We never lost at home. And Bobby Biden had a dynasty. And it was, it was dope, but it was a dynasty that he created with the principles that God gave him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he treated people so great, you know. And that was the difference. When I, got, when I was in high school, I, I'll never forget my high school coach. He's a big, a big guy. And all I can remember is his big, fat, red face screaming at me. You're you're the worst I've ever seen. And you know what? I was. I became just like he said. Mm -hmm. And I had to go to prep school. I went to prep school. I met a really great coach down there, and he helped me. I got to to West Virginia. I mean, uh, Florida. I mean, where was it? West Virginia. West Virginia, yeah. West Virginia to play. And Coach Biden looked at me and saw potential. He said, David, let me tell you, boy. You're going to be great. You just keep walking. You just keep trusting God, and great things are going to happen to you. And you know what? They did. They did. Yeah. I ended up honorable mention All-American, always captain of the football team. We uh, went to, won the Peach Bowl my senior year and, and did some great things. But it's all about someone believing in you. Yeah. Someone right. selling you and painting a picture. One thing Coach Bond could do, he could paint a picture, and you could believe it. And then you would go for it. And, you know, you never want to disappoint him. Mm. And it's like our Savior. You know, he paints us a great picture in the Gospels. Mm -hmm. He says, this is how to live your life. If you'll do it, there'll be great blessing. And if you'll do it, great things will happen to you, you Mm. know. And that's that's a similar thing I experienced through my my life. Mm. And... uh, Power- it was, it's, it's been outstanding. Yeah, oh, powerful uh, testimony, Dave. Wow, that was tremendous. Uh, who was the Who was the young man? Do you remember the young man's name uh, that stood up and and shared his testimony? Yeah, it's the. It was the. You know, Dave Hart is just retiring from the University of Tennessee. Uh-huh. It was his brother, Dicky. Wow, D- Dicky Hart, and I remember Dicky was crazy, but God changed his life. You know. <laughs> And, and did you uh, uh, did you go back and tell Coach Bowden of your decision? Oh yeah, we oh, do. Yeah. You know, well, uh, thank God that is great. You'll never regret <laughs> that now. Well, you know when when he was he was on, he said one of the things he wanted to do was he every everybody had to go to church. 
And yeah. uh, he wanted all the guys going to church. He said, now you can go to the black church or you can go to the white church, but you're going to go to church. Yeah, and yeah. Um, just, a, just a tremendous testimony. But, uh, wow, Dave, that's a... That's powerful. I, I just enjoyed hearing how, how you came to Christ. We, we are talking to Dave Van Hollinger. He is, uh, again, former strength and conditioning coach, Florida State, West Virginia, and Georgia. Hey, Dave, when um, when you decided to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and, and, and you know, tell a little bit of joke about with with Randy White, but the difference uh, in you and, and the way you were on campus after that had to be, uh, you know, for, for guys that played with you and they were in the locker room with you, uh, the changes that, that occurred in your life um, must have, have, have just uh, um, certainly blessed those guys, and they must have been looking at you a little bit differently. I've asked this question a lot uh, to athletes. Was it easier for you to walk worthy in the locker room, where you had some guys holding you accountable, or outside of the locker room? Uh, you know, it, it was it was both. You know, I, I, I'm hard to hide. I was six six, two hundred and seventy five, eighty pounds back in seven in the seventies, where I was one of the biggest players in college football. So I was always spotted easily, you know, and I always commanded respect just because of my size. And uh, and I, and I was a leader at the time. And then, but when I got Christ in my life, even more so. And I, I'm a guy who's committed. Once you commit. You just want to live it, oh, and amen. I lived it, mm-hmm. and and I just wanted to just stand up for him. And Tommy Biden, he became one of my best friends. Al Glahusky, uh, my buddy uh, who uh, who played center, he became a Christian that night, and we all kind of hung around. So we were kind of the majority it, in my little little uh, clique. Yeah, it was t- and it was great, you know, and it was easier that way. And uh, and everywhere I went, I always looked for fellowship. You know, I, I knew I couldn't make those bad people around mm-hmm. good people who were Christians. So I always looked for fellowship. Yeah, was Tom, that was when Tommy was playing for his dad at West Virginia, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he had a hilarious story on that because didn't he say Dad didn't even come out and no. watch him play? <laughs> Came out and saw, looked at somebody else and offered <laughs> offered the other receiver a scholarship. He had yeah. to walk on. Yeah, yeah that was. Uh, that was awesome. That had to be hard for for him. I would think with his dad as being the head coach. I coached my son in basketball at a small Christian high school, and here in uh, in Milwaukee at Calvary Baptist. But it was uh, it was hard. I think for for Tommy to to have his dad as the head coach. I would think. Yeah. Well, you know, you you, you didn't know it. You know, just hanging with him. You know, we uh, we were always over his house. You know, and. Coach would come in, you know, and just it, it was just it was a wonderful family. Mrs. Biden, Ann Biden is she's unbelievable, wonderful, wonderful lady, and yeah, yeah. I, see I, what kind of kept everything together, you know. I told Coach Bowden after listening to all the stories and how he cared for all these guys that that Mrs. Bowden and again, I grew up in the South, you know, Dave, and uh, okay. I just said, man, she had <laughs> she was like everybody's mama. And uh, <laughs> and and, and Coach <laughs> Coach Proudin said absolutely, absolutely. He said I could, they, they couldn't have had a better one. They couldn't. Yeah. When he got mad at me one time, me and Tommy one time, we were down the river fishing in the Mongahela, and we caught a couple big carp. So me and Tommy said, "Well, we need to eat those things." And I said, <laughs> "Yeah." So we went and wrapped them up in tinfoil and put them in her freezer. <laughs> 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 
there three days. He's so mad at us. I thought I would never get back to the house. <laughs> That's, that is awesome. We're talking to Dan Van Hallinger, again, former strength and conditioning coach at Florida State, West Virginia, and Georgia. We'll continue our conversation with him on the other side of the break. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by All-American Window and Door. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver, alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Our special guest, he's funny, man. He's really good. And we have to we have to thank Doug Scott for this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Doug Scott passed along Dave Van Hollinger's number and uh, former strength and conditioning coach at Florida State, West Virginia, and Georgia. Um Dave, you, you decided uh, a while, I think, has it been a year or so that, to step down at, at Georgia? I, I didn't get the date yeah. on that. How, how long were you at Georgia? It's been a year. It's been a year. I was at Georgia 15 years. Yeah, with <laughs> with uh, Coach Mark Richt, correct? Right. Yeah, and then decided uh, it was time. and, <laughs> and uh, it, 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 well, how 40 much? years. I'm sorry? 40 years in coaching. Wow. And being a strength coach. You're the guy that opens the place in the morning, every morning, and you never really have time for your kids. You know, I have a son that played at the Naval Academy, and, you know, I got to see a couple of his games, but, you know, it, it, it demands so much. Like I said at the beginning of the interview, people sacrifice so much for, for coaching. Coaching is one of the hardest things because you're always a coach. It's a calling just like a doctor, but even more so because you, 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 you develop a family. And that mm-hmm. family becomes so important to you. And, you know, I've been very blessed to have a great uh, a wife that understood that. And I had great kids that really understood that dad was doing what he was called to do. Mm-hmm. And I was called to be a coach. And I loved doing it. And I always considered it a ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, I never looked at it as a job. When I went in that weight room, and that was my haven. And I loved it. And I was passionate. And I just felt God's presence in there with me. You know, I... I always had seven roles. My first role was watch your language. I did not let those kids just say whatever they wanted. Now, there'd be times when kids would cuss in there, but I would correct, and I'd say, man, we can talk better. If you can discipline your tongue, you can discipline anything. That's what true. we need to win in the fourth quarter is discipline, man. And, you know, we, we said that, and the kids respected that because they trusted me. And I never let my staff cuss at those kids. I said, let me tell you something, man. You cuss them, I'll fire you. Because I don't want that kind of relationship in there. And you represent me. I don't want you to be like me, but I don't want you to do things opposite to me also. And yeah. all yeah. my staff members who went on and do that have done great things respected that too. And, uh, you know, for young coaches out there, you, you think you have to be a certain way. I, I have to, well, you know... I, in 1980, I started going to a bowl game, being a strength and conditioning coach, having those kids more than any other coach in, in the program. At West Virginia, Florida State, and Georgia. 
and we went to 30 bowl games in a row, oh, 30 man. in a row, never missed one. And, you know, being a strength coach, and I'm not saying that braggingly, but I was able to be a part of over 300 wins as a strength and conditioning coach hey, in, hey, in Dave, the years I was there, you know. Hey, Dave, in that... God really blessed us. Hey, Dave, <laughs> in, in that field of, of being a strength and conditioning coach, that 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 whole category that that it's just changed so much, you know. It's changed. Oh. Think about where where you were when you started. I would I would assume it was you know big barbells and 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 you know heavy weights. That that the whole idea of of how to get guys, you know, to to peak at at the right time with strength and conditioning. It's just really changed from when you started in that field. Oh, big time, you know, and it's just, it's really come When I got to Florida State in 1983, they did not have pads on their benches. They had wooden benches. Now, can you believe that? <laughs> wooden benches. And the first thing I did, can you imagine, you know, some of those kids are benching four, 450 pounds, and they're doing it on a wooden bench. So the first thing I did when I got there was put pads on the benches. And that was it. The kids loved me. Coach Van put pads on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> it was just, uh, and it, we just started from there. And, you know, and every year, you know, you would visit p- people, get more ideas, stick more things in the program, get things. And then, you know, recruiting is such a big thing, you know. And then I really believe when I was at uh, Florida State, God had great favor on Coach Bud. Mm-hmm. He really did. You know, the, the win as many games as he did and the way we won them. And uh, it was just it was just really awesome to be around a man of God like uh, Coach yeah. Biden. Yeah, so Coach Van, when you were, uh, I guess you would be on the field during practice, so on the conditioning part of it, would Coach Bowden turn it over to you and say, hey, run him? Oh, yeah. You know, I was always at the end, you know. And we'd always talk in the meeting, what do we want to do today? You know, and I'd give my ideas. and. Everybody would have different ideas, but then would say, okay, here's what we're going to do today. And, and I would take them and would run, but I'd always talk to them about being great. And I said, amen, this is where we win it. Yeah. This is how we're going to become great. And yeah. if we condition hard and we pull for each other. And then there's some heavy guys out here who struggle, but you leaders, you grab them and you get them across those lines. Well, and they did. And we, the team concept really became important mm. to us wherever I was coaching at, you know, mm. and it, it was important. I bet, I bet you can think back on some of those that they were moving, you know, times even at the end of practice oh, yeah. conditioning and guys almost crying for one another and cheering one another to, to, to get there or do whatever they need to do. That that had, I mean, that that will oh, bring yeah. a, a, a team into a family scenario and, hey, we're, we're pulling for and each I other. Said, See what happened? You know what that is, man? That's winning. That's what winning is all about. That's what winning looks like. When you all together fighting for a common goal to get everybody together, something's great going to win, you know. And just a story, you know. I, I, I we, we were, we had great team at, at, at Florida State for 14 years in the top four, two national championships, nine conference championships, you know, in a row. And I got to Georgia, and uh, I walked into the weight room, and they were seven and five, you know, eight and four, you know. It seems like they go going to real small bowl games. And I, I looked at their players, and I couldn't believe it, man. I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, this is a goal mine. These guys were phenomenal. One of the guys that were right there was Benjamin Watson. I don't know. He's sure, been real yeah. outspoken about his faith. And yeah. 
Benjamin was in there. He set the bench press record at 560. You know, you can imagine that. 560. That they 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 just struggle, and I thought to myself, well, it's all in the mind and heart. So I, I I remember our first meeting. I said, man, I don't know what you did. I really don't care. But this is how we're going to do it, and these are the principles we're going to put in. And it was a lot of the principles that Coach Biden taught us. You know, at Florida State, put those in. In our second year, we're thirteen and one, and we win the SEC for the first time in twenty years. Because it's not about what you do. It's how you do things. Mm. It's what the kids believe and how they feel. You know, and so many times, you know, as a coach, you were, hey, I'm doing it this way. This is mine. This is, no, wait a minute. It's about those kids and what they believe and how they feel and how they think. Because if you have good players and you get them all going in one direction and they love each other and they love you and they trust you, you've got a chance to be really, really good. I, I got a brother who lives down in Atlanta. You know what he says all the time? How about them dogs? How about, How about them dogs? dogs? I said, they don't spell it D O G. No, they don't. D A W G S. How about them it was, dogs? Yeah, it was definitely a culture shock when I left Tallahassee and went there. I yeah. I went south when I went north. You know, and, uh, <laughs> that's right. Was like, you know, in Tallahassee, we we were. It was nice. You know, everybody's happy. Hey, coach. Hey, Dave. Hey, up at Georgia now. Let's go, Fred Hilliger. Oh, my God. There's good friends. Go. Hey, buddy, relax. I'm just like you. I just coach at Georgia. No, yeah. that is a sacred thing in the SEC football now. Yeah, yeah you that know. Big time. You know, Coach Van, I, uh, when I was in college, I was in South Carolina at a Christian college, Bob Jones University, where I was training for ministry. Mm-hmm. And on Friday nights, yeah. I would get in the car and we'd drive down to Athens. And oh, for wow. two years, I walked the streets of Athens just looking to someone, or, you know, we walk in the dorm. The, the, the rule was that the door was open, you could engage in a conversation, you couldn't go door to door. Right. And uh, I, I, I spent two years walking walking the streets of Athens, talking to college kids uh, there, and uh, I enjoyed my time. It was uh, a, oh, very, yeah. a very uh, that's, challenging that's time, to because on Friday nights, really... Uh, the, you know, oh there weren't two, you know, the, no, nobody wanted to talk to no, you then, no, did they? No, no. But uh, <laughs> we, we had some great opportunities, to tell you that. But I, That's awesome. I, uh, you know, I think, man, what a... Did, did you live there in Athens then? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was mm-hmm. right outside. Yeah. We lived, uh, yeah, beautiful stadium. Five miles from the, uh, you know, campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... like that all SEC is beautiful now, yeah. you know? Well, I mean, it's the... Uh, Star Wars, they have taken over. You know, everything is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, yeah. There's, and, uh, yeah. I mean, where's it? Where, so they, money. They're playing a game this week. At, at, they're expecting 150,000 Tennessee against. Uh, yeah. Who is it? Miss- Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Yeah. Virginia Tech. Wow. In Bristol. That's, they're yeah, going to be up in Bristol, and each team is going to get four million dollars to play in that game. Wow. So you know they'll be able to take that money and go spend it back in the football program. You know. That's really good. It's incredible. Guys, we've got to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. Got some great stories with Dave Van Hollinger. Again, former strength and conditioning coach at Florida State, West Virginia, and Georgia. He also was the director of player welfare uh, when he was at uh, Georgia. And, and he explained what that was earlier in the, the program. I think if, if most major colleges do not have that on their staff, uh, somebody that can do the things that Dave did, I would uh, highly recommend them take a look at that. Again, we'll continue our conversation with Dave on the other side. This is Faith in the Zone 
on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people of sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Young Express. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Our special guest for this show, Dave Van Hollinger. Again, former strength and conditioning coach at Florida State, West Virginia, and Georgia. Dave, how do you like the uh, the move to North Carolina? Are you uh, you're a fan or are you missing uh, Georgia a little bit? Uh, no, I don't miss Georgia at all. I uh, I, I really, uh, you know, I'm with family here. My, my daughter's here, uh, my uh, mother and father-in-law, my brother-in-law, all his family. My son is stationed in Norfolk, so he's real close to me. And then I have our two little ones that we adopted right here. So all our families together, and we're getting used to Raleigh. You know, we, you know, being in, in Morgantown and in Tallahassee and in Athens, all small, small places, and then coming to a big city is it's been different. People drive really crazy around here. <laughs> That's the no. thing what, what, I, I get. What pastor did we have on? For, was he from Raleigh, North Carolina? Uh, where is, uh, Dave, um, Whitcomb? Was it, Whit- uh, he played basketball at yeah. University of North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, is yeah. it Whitcomb? He's, he's, yeah. He's up here. Yeah. I've heard him. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, where is, is that where Mark Price is? Uh, yep. Correct. Or, yeah. At Sh- Charlotte. Yeah. yeah UNC he, Charlotte. Oh yeah. He's at Charlotte. Uh, yeah. I think that church is in Charlotte. It's not in Raleigh. Oh, it is. You're yeah. right. It's yeah. in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, hey, Dave, when, uh, when you sit down and watch some of the the, uh, the college football, are, are you rooting for Georgia? Are you rooting for Florida State, West Virginia, those teams that uh, Oklahoma? Uh, no, no, <laughs> Wisconsin. Let's talk. We can talk yeah. Badger football as long as you want, but but you know you're so close to those programs, I, and I'm wondering if if with the changes you had at at Georgia and with Florida State, I'm sure you're rooting for those teams to play well. Oh, yeah. I mean, you always root for the kids to do great, you know, and you have so many memories, you know. I, You know, you have your school that you graduated from, West Virginia, you know, school that your son played at in, in Navy. So you really, you know, you just kind of, you're interested. I don't know if I root, but I'm, I'm really interested in, you know, those kind of those kind of games and, and doing the things. And you really try to root for the guys that have, you, you, you understand that they really are doing some great things for the kids, too, you know, and how they're really taking kids to other levels, just more than football, you know. And you read about it. And, and you know, my daughter goes to church, and she's in uh, Atlanta area, and Dabo Sweeney was, just came to her church last Sunday and spoke. He had two services, and he spoke for an hour. He went way over, and then he spoke the next for another hour. You know, I, li- I like enjoyed. hearing that. <laughs> and you hear guys that you know go to churches and they they speak and they they care about you know the faith part of everything also because you know football ends. You know, and so many kids are are so lost when they're done because you know they're promised, they're promised, and all of a sudden it ends and there's no more promises. You yeah. know, and mm-hmm. 
So that's the things, you know, I know as a director of player welfare and a strength coach. And I was always there trying to help guys get jobs and, and, and make sure they understood that they were not by themselves. There was someone here that you could go to. I know when I was at Florida State and then at Georgia that we would help you. You know, it's funny. One of the guys played linebacker for us, and he, he, he was a good linebacker. wasn't great, but he, he didn't have a job. And he, he would kept, kept coming to me. But he was one of my best guys in the weight room. And uh, one of my assistants, Mark Morrison, is the head of NASCAR Hendrick Motorsports uh, Strength and Conditioning. And I said, hey, Mark, I got a great guy here that would do great in your program and be a great assistant up there. And it was Darius Dewberry. I said, take Dew and, and see. And he brought Dew up. And I think he was the first African-American to be in a NASCAR field as an assistant up there, and that's been three years, and that's been unbelievable. And there have been articles written about him. And he's going to go on and be a head strength coach at one of the big NASCAR teams in in the South here. And, uh, you know, just things like that were great success stories, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and as I was training, it didn't matter if you were a walk-on, if you were a first-team mm-hmm. All-American. You know, I loved you. You know, I, I wanted to be a help in your life, and I would do whatever I could to help you. Mm-hmm. And I, we treated them all the same, you know, and, and the great thing, God allowed us to win. And winning is so fun because there's always a good feeling around winning, you know, always yeah. a good feeling. Yeah, and I don't win them all, but when you win 10 and you win 11 or you win 13, it's, it's awesome, you know. And uh, now your platform as a yeah. Christian, I mean, you're able yeah. to stand and say, hey, people want to hear guys win. Yeah. You know, not that we have any secrets. Most of the time, it's because you have better players. Hmm. But the thing is, is you unify guys, you believe in each other, you love each other, mm-hmm. and then you, you go. Mm-hmm. Hey, Coach Van, I got a couple. One, one quick comment on that. I, you know, when you're talking about better players, someone said it well. They said you can't win the Kentucky Derby with Eeyore. You know, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can't. Yeah, but I have, I have a couple of questions. One's kind of a probably Mike, Michael think, hey, this is a silly question, but I just, I'm curious because uh, Troy Aikman, you know, grew up in Oklahoma. He played at Henrietta High School, and Henrietta had uh, their mascot was that they were called the Hens, and uh, I always thought that was interesting. And I'm looking here at Turtle Creek High School is where you went. What what was the mascot for Turtle Creek? <laughs> it was the we were the Creekers. Of it course, was the turtle. You were the Creekers. The Creekers from Turtle Creek. <laughs> I like That's it. Awesome. Creek, creek. But, okay, second. Now, the big thing is we have a Heisman Trophy winner from there. In 1949, Leon Hart at Notre Dame won the Heisman Trophy. He was only the second lineman ever to do that in history. Wow. From if Turtle Creek. Up, you know, yeah. Turtle Creek. Hey, one. And, one. Uh, yeah, one quick question now, more serious. We got high school coaches listening, and you were talking about your high school coach. You remember his red face yelling at you, telling you how 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 bad you were. What what would be you know we're about out of time, but what would be one statement you would have that you you would think would be very beneficial, or that you've shared with coaches or high school coaches in the past? I always say, coach from inside out. You know, if you can get the inside of that kid first and and and, and get his heart grab his heart, then all the rest will be easy. But if you're always coaching from the outside, trying to get them to be great without developing the inside first, it's, it's always going to be five and five, you know, six and five or whatever it is. But if you can grab the heart, the great coaches develop the heart of the player. 
and as they develop that heart, you know, because most players are players, you're always going to have your outstanding ones, but develop the heart of that team, and they trust you, man, great things can happen, and, and it can be done, but you've got to spend time with those kids and show them that you really care, you know, and how, how, how big it is, and be yourself. Please develop you. Don't be like this guy, this guy. You know, when I was at West Virginia coaching, when I first got back, we, uh, we had the best staff we ever had. Nick Saban was the defensive back coach, and hmm. Rick Trickett was the offensive line coach at Florida State, was over there, D-line coach. And we had coaches that went on and did great things, but we were 2-9. You know, we didn't have players, and we didn't develop the kids from the inside. That's incredible. You know? that's, that's a great – it's a great message, Dave, for these high school coaches that uh, and some college coaches that listen to this show on a weekly basis. I didn't mean to cut you off, but we are we are plumb out of time. You like that plumb out of time? Well, yeah, that's kind of what he wants to say to <laughs> me on what, Sundays too. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know Dave. what? You and Dabo have something in common, man. You go too long sometimes. Hey, Dave, thank you so much. I really appreciate the time, and and uh, we here at Faith in the Zone just thank you so much for getting up on the mountaintop with us for a bit, and uh, enjoy uh, enjoy your family, enjoy this uh, this year off, and and that chili and those nine nine uh, flat screen TVs. Watch as much football as you can. Hey, thanks, man. God bless you. God bless yeah, you. It's Dave Van Ollinger, former strength and conditioning coach at Florida State, West Virginia, Georgia. Pastor, it's good to see you. Have a great week. Yeah, thank you. Thanks Appreciate for listening. It. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip for a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people of sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Was it really amazing grace? For certain, Lord, it was you that rescued me. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.